Hello and welcome to a Living Letter podcast with Nsovo Comfort. Here we embark on a journey of speaking and learning about how best to live out the message we carry as letters from God. Hello there, hello and welcome to a Living Letter podcast with your host Nsovo Comfort. Thank you so much for those that are returning. Thank you to those that are joining in for the first time. Welcome if you are. Glad to have you here and hope you feel right at home. So I'm loving today's weather, guys. It's very it's very like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> it's very nice. I like it. I don't like it when it's like too sunny if I'm not inside water. Like why must it be over 39 degrees if we're not going to be at the beach or by the pool? Like why? So this this kind of weather, like what my 23 degrees, 20, 25, like that's my kind of vibe. Like at most 25 degrees. But anyway. Come guys, um, like I'm actually like wearing the sweater like just for vibes because I get to, I haven't worn anything warm in quite a bit. Hey, it's been very, very hot around here. And with the heat wave that has been going around this country, Lord have mercy. Anyway... I want us to have like a chilled conversation on a very important subject. Um, I'm going to bounce around, you know, between thoughts. So bear with me. That this morning, right, I was going through my prayer board and, and like, and also like, there's also a journal that I've written prayers for my life, um, for my families about my friends and their lives and my relatives and you know the people that are around me that are not necessarily close to me but like the people that God has placed in my heart to pray for so I usually write them down and as I was writing one of those and the people that I'm trusting God for their salvation you know in my family um and in like the people that are around me And it actually, like, you know, I was thinking about it. Oh, I was actually ticking the things now that I have. Because I did this prayer board last year, maybe November, October, I think. And the other one, I wrote it much earlier. Um, So I was checking to see the things that God has answered. And I was, like, putting some the answered prayers in the answered prayer box and I was like oh my gosh God has been so faithful you know and you know there's a lot of things that he did for my friends there's a lot of things that he did for my relatives you know ah like I was just like sure wow like prayer works and and I love the fact that I could contribute you know how like I knew that I prayed I don't know who else prayed about this matter in whoever's life but I know that I prayed and that God has heard my prayers specifically and has heard the prayers of other people who are praying also for the same situation I was praying for. For example, if it's like a friend of mine. 
and and i'm like sure wow you know i remember like there's also a friend of mine that got married in november Nosize, and i was writing there the things that I, i'm trusting god to pay for for her wedding like provision and things like that and now it's general it's way past that and i was like you know there's something else that she's trusting god for that i'm i wrote in there and i'm like oh my gosh like god literally did it hey like he did it to the t and there is nothing that he didn't cover for her wedding and i'm like how great is god and it actually made me think um, guys like how often do we pray how often do we pray for the people that are around us how often do we pray about ourselves and where are we writing these prayers like is there are we praying for the sake of praying and trusting God or are we expecting a response from God? Like from which stance are we praying when we pray? Is it that we are truly believing that God is able and willing? And what in scripture is fueling your prayer, right? Because it's very important for us to pray the will of the Father and we find the will of the Father in Scripture. And we find, we find the will of the Father through prophecy and revelations, right? And through his word, whether revealed in, in terms of in preaching or like just his written word and also like Holy Spirit's interpretation to you of the word. Our prayers must be around these things, like mainly the word of God and his will. And... Yeah, so like I I got into much thought about that and I'm like, I wonder guys, in the rate of our generation, one of the things that I'm trusting God for, right, for our generation, my generation, and my role in this generation is for people to number one, get a revelation of who God is in their lives. Number two, a revelation of themselves in God and to operate in their capa- in, in the capacity that God has called them to operate in. Firstly, in the spiritual realm and then to be able to affect in the natural what God has already done in the spirit. So, and I was actually thinking, you know, I wonder how many of us know the will of God for our lives per time and per season, you know. I wonder how many of of us understand the seasons that we are in and what God is expecting of us in in every in in every day of our lives, you know, and all of this we get to unravel and understand through prayer. We get to know God through prayer. One of the things that I was marveling at um, that God answered is a desire to know him. There was a time in my life where I didn't have a desire to get to know God. Like I just had the standard, you know, Christian desire just because I'm a Christian to be like, I don't Lord, oh, for grace to know you more. And it was just literally that, you know, little prayer and there when there are songs related to those kind of things, I would sing them. 
but it wasn't an innate desire in me to want to to desire to know God and most importantly the revelation behind the desire to know God and that was what I prayed a lot for Lord I don't just want to know you but I know I want to know why it is important for me to get to know you and I'm looking at myself right now and I'm like God actually answered that prayer because now with every knowledge of God that I get to um you know that that gets to be revealed to me like every part of God that he reveals to me it's it's what I prayed for it's what I trusted it's what I wrote down in my journals I'm like Lord I pray for the grace to know you Lord I pray for the grace to understand you to understand your words to understand your character to understand your ways and and you know to understand how you operate in my life and in this world you know to to trust you because in the book of Daniel the word says it is those that know their God that will be is it be strong and do great exploits and I'm like I want to know my God everybody that operated in a lot of people that operated in scripture in the bible are people that had a revelation of who god was and they had a revelation of 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 who they are in the 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 story of god in this world and they got to access that through prayer right you know Esther prayed for the deliverance of the jews and you know for 3 days she embarked on prayer and fasting and she went before the king and he crowned her you know he he looked upon her with favor and he crowned her like that was through prayer you know and Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they were saved by God because they prayed and they trusted that on the God that saves and the God that delivers and even if they God didn't deliver them they were like we're still not going to bow down to any false god and i wondered like are there still people are there people actually there are people and but i just was wondering or like how many of us understand the role of prayer in our lives and in this in our time and the role that prayer plays in our lives in the whole of the spectrum of God's will concerning us concerning our families it is through prayers that generational curses are going to be broken it is through prayer that bloodlines the rebellion of bloodline is going to be turned it is through prayer that the captivity of the children of god is going to be you know returned or restored it's it's through prayer that demons are going to scatter and flee it's through prayer that healing from god is going to happen and today guys i want to encourage us to learn to write your prayers down jot down your prayers and be expectant of god that he's going to show up in this areas and firstly even before we start praying about the things that we want god to do like pray to understand prayer pray to love prayer pray to be effective in prayer pray to understand the role of prayer in your life and your role through prayer 
in in your family, in your friendship, in your relationships, different as they come in your workplace. It, it, like our modest operandi, guys, is prayer. Everything is by prayer. It is through prayer. Jesus Christ was able to be so successful in his ministry because of prayer. And he told us when you pray, it is not a matter of if or when, when you have to. As long as you call yourself a child of God and you are saved and you are born again, in this kingdom, we succeed by prayer and illumination that we receive through prayer and through the word of, of, of and through understanding scripture, you know. So, yeah. And anyway, I've been reading this book. So I've been reading this book, guys. Um, listen, get this book. I don't even know where they sell it, honestly, because I think it was one of my mother or my dad's um, books. Cause I just randomly found it at our house. Um, but it abounds on prayer. This book is changing my life. Like this is this is how far I am in this book, me. But I suspect, and I am sure that by the time I finish this, it's going to be like I think I'm going to keep this. Like I'm never going to return it to whoever it belongs to. It's going to guard and guide my life. This book because of so much of the truth of the word that this man speaks about. Like he covers a lot of the aspect of prayer, name. So one of the things that he mentioned that I want to talk about um, concerning prayer. He says, um, if by any chance a person should establish a prayer chamber, but not have an accompanying holy life, it would be a chamber without the presence of God in it. Um, this is very important for us to note that most of the time, there's a lot of reasons why, you know, some prayers go unanswered. But as much as God does answer the prayers of sinners, right? You know, in order for us to be saved, we, we were once sinners. And there was no holiness found in us. And we prayed the prayer of salvation. And, you know, God um, heard that prayer and he answers it. But here he speaks about a child that is born again and born into the a new life of Christ and a new identity. And he said, if if our prayers are not accompanied by holy living and a holy life, we are we are in a prayer chamber that does not have the presence of God in it. Because again, God is holy and it should be our also our daily prayer for God to create in us a clean heart and to purify us and to create a steadfast spirit in us, one that trusts him, one that obeys him, one that is willing to go above and beyond to please him, to be so 
holy in his sight that when we pray, our effectiveness shows, right? Because when you are praying from a, a point of view of a sinner, right? All you are requiring from God first is mercy, right? Have mercy on me, Lord, and then hear my prayer. But when you are praying from a stand view of a child of God, you are already have the righteousness of God. And if by the grace of God you are walking in that righteousness, then it is for you to command. There's a, there's a difference between a person that is visiting a house and a child of that house. When you're a child of that house, you don't need permission to open the fridge and take whatever it is that you want, right? Because you understand that whatever is in that fridge was bought by your father. So you sort of like have a different kind of command, right? Um, than a visitor. So some of us, we treat ourselves like you were visiting in the presence of God when you first got saved, but you still behave as a visitor. Like you are like sort of like begging God and like, your oh Lord, I don't know if you are willing. I don't know if you want to, but if you do, Lord, like just do this thing for me. And that's not the the attitude of a child of God. That is not the posture of a child of God. The posture of a child of God should know, you should know that the, the, the stance of which you pray, as much as is a stance of humility and of mercy, but it's also of understanding what is available to us as children of God. And these are the things that we should Firstly, pray for an understanding of who I am as a child of God so that when I now pray for things, right? And I, when God elevates me to now operate in realms and all of, and to take dominion and to, to be, to reign and to rule over territories, I now understand that I'm not begging with the enemy that, you know, you know, devil, if you would like, just get out of my life. We are commanding him because God calls us to command and to declare and to decree because of the power and the and the spiritual stance that we now have as children of God. And that is fueled by a holy life. The, the more holy we become, the greater our dominion in the spiritual realm because because when we are when we behave holy and when we act holy we are acting like Christ meaning we are exercising the same kind of dominion that Jesus Christ did right so there is also something else that he said here that i really liked he says that um men who know how to pray are the greatest boon God can give to the earth. They are the richest gift the earth can offer heaven. Men who know how to use this weapon of prayer are God's best soldiers, his mightiest leader, leaders, right? So we can be so much of a gift, guys, in this world if we knew how to pray and if we exercised the muscle of prayer daily, right? The Bible says that men ought to pray and not to faint. Men, men ought to pray always and not to faint. It shouldn't be like somewhere in this book, he talks about how there shouldn't be a case where for as long as our eyes can see evil, for as long as our eyes can see injustice, for as long as our eyes can see the things that are not 
there should never be a person that is without a prayer. That's why it is so simple to find yourself praying without season because when you see something not right okay when i now go let's say i'm going to the shops and i come across a person that is drunk and like during the you know midday a person is just so drunk and is influenced by a spirit of that is not of god and they are wallowing around and they are aimless. They they are drinking because there is nothing that they believe they can offer in this world or contribute. That, like There's nothing that they're doing other than to get themselves drunk. And I have a prayer because I've seen that person and I see the life that they can have outside of drunkenness. I have a prayer. So instead of like, hey, yeah, no one. Instead of doing that and, you know, I, I ought to pray about it. If there's a person begging in the street or they are like high out of their mind and all they do is to just keep on begging, begging, I have a prayer and to be like, when I look at them and when I see them, I'm like, Lord, have mercy on them. Encounter them, show them your love and bring people, bring destiny helpers in their lives such that they will be taken out of this and when they when people are helping them that they will be helped they are helpable if that's a word right and that's a prayer if you see a person that is that is young but they don't have any direction it is a prayer that's your sign to pray it's your reminder to pray when you see a person that is walking and they're tired it's a reminder to pray that god will remember them and remember their efforts when you see a person you know um, just responding angrily at everything and at everyone. Maybe they are in the car and they are like, whenever any little inconvenience, they are swearing, they are cussing, they are, they don't have joy. Anything, any little thing takes away their joy because they have road rage. They have so much rage, rage in them in the road. It's instead of like, yo, or whatever, it's, it's a sign to pray. You know, there is a lot of things around us that warrants us to pray. That's why, like, if we were to put, condition our minds to prayer, there wouldn't be things like gossip or slander or malice or speaking ill or vile of one another. There wouldn't be those things because instead of doing that, we would be praying. Instead of Gusanda Mon, we would take that opportunity and pray for them, right? So... What are the things does this man say that I like? Which is, do I really pray to God so that he hears me and answers my prayers? And do I truly pray to God so that I get directly from God the things that I ask of him? Um, he says this, um, The pastor who succeeds in changing his people from a prayerless to a prayerful people has done a greater work than Augustus did in changing a city from wood to marble. Um, he is sent to get them to pray, to trust God and to keep God ever before their eyes so that they may not sin against him. The work of the ministry is to change unbelieving sinners into praying, believing saints, the call goes out by divine authority. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Right? 
And I like how he says the pastor succeeds in changing people from a prayerless, prayerless people to a prayerful people has done a greater work, right? And I don't believe this is only the role of pastors. I believe this is the role of any believer that believes in prayer, that has seen prayer work, right? It is our duty. If you are a mother, it is your duty to train your children in prayer, to make them understand what prayer is and what prayer does, who they are in prayer and what they can do through prayer. It is your responsibility as a parent. It is your responsibility as a sister. It's your responsibility as a friend. It is your responsibility as a child of God in general to teach on prayer, to do prayer so much so that everyone around you sees the result of prayer and what prayer has done in your life, what prayer is doing around you. And what prayer, like guys, I mean, I don't want to lie, ne? I've seen prayer work for my life. I've seen prayer change me. Like, and, and, and the thing about is the, there's a lot of, there's a, a long time that I prayed for, for my mindset to change. Because that was the first thing. I'm like, Lord, you can bless me with all of those things. But if my mindset is, is still the same, if I still view life the same way, if I still view the work of God the same way, if I still view you as God the same way, you can bless me all with all of these things, but I will fumble them because why I my mindset is still the same. But God, yo, I, me and my sister always says that we there's one thing that we're grateful for is the God that corrects and the God that teaches. Like, there is nothing that brings me so much gratitude than being able to understand scripture. Like, revelation knowledge, guys. Like, I can have that than billions. Because you can get blessed through revelation knowledge, right? And that is changing my life and has continuously changed my life. And it makes me effective in everything that I do, right? Because of an understanding, I pray a lot for understanding and I pray a lot for revelation and I pray a lot for illumination. That changes my life. And that's how I know that prayer works. I prayed it for my friends. I prayed it for my parents. I prayed it for my sisters. I prayed it for, 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 for my relatives, for the people that are around me. And I'm seeing it work, guys. I'm seeing it work. Like, if you are around me, best believe that the greatest prayer that I'm making for you is for you to encounter God. <laughs> I was actually laughing that when I was going through, you know, the prayer request for my friends, like, the first thing that I wrote there, like, you know, I, I write the, the, a name, the name of each friend that I have or the people that are around me. And I write the things that I'm trusting and believing God for in their lives. And the first day is encounter with God, a revelation of who God is and what God has placed them to do in this world. That is the, my first and ultimate, ultimate prayer for them. And because I believe that everything else, if God grants this prayer for them, if God encounters them, if God changes them in the inside and gives them a new heart and a new mind that can understand him and his ways and acknowledge him in all that they do and love him with all their might and strength and, you know, heart, then it will be easy for them to maintain all of these things that God will give them. And God is doing it for them, hey? God is really doing it. And, and and I believe that God is doing a work in them. Like, some of them, I'm like, sure, wow. Like, you know, 
we are not where we used to be, myself included. And I'm like, yo, and God blesses them with things, you know, because he does say in his word that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things he will add. He will add unto us. And that's what I always believe God for, for him to add when we seek him. Because God is what? A rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So it's my challenge to you guys, right? Don't, if you haven't, if you don't have a prayer list of the things that you're trusting God for, firstly, in for spiritual things, pray firstly for spiritual things and then pray for the rest of them because God is also concerned about your health. God is concerned about, you know, delivering us out of poverty and poverty mindset. Um, recently, God um, taught me of why it is important for me to gain financial freedom. And he gave me a vision for finances, what it is that he wants me to do with money. Before I would just pray, Lord, you know, bless me with money. I don't want to lag. I want all of my needs to be satisfied, all of my wants, blah, 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 which is good and nice. But now I have a greater revelation of what money does and what money must do in my life, which means that I will be a better steward of money as money is coming into my life. So, yes, I just, that's the areas of prayer that I wanted to touch on and what it does and what, and I hope guys that you, like I said, you go and write down prayers and prayer requests and take them down like remember and remind god like he also speaks about here am bounds speaks about like the persistent prayer as well it's very important um and mark it like you know going back to the importance of spiritual growth right have marks like targets be like lord at the end of the month at the end of the month of march at the end of the month of February, this is how I would have liked to grow in my prayer life, in consistency, in diligence. I want to be able to hear you by the end of June and July. I want to be able, when I pray, I hear the voice of the Lord speaking to me. And through scripture, I want to understand, you know, have goals, man, about your spiritual growth, write them down and be like, Lord, this is the area in which I want to grow in my spiritual life. I want to grow in understanding. I want to grow in obedience, which is a very, very big thing. I'll talk about obedience, but it's a very, very big thing to grow in obedience to God because prayer is obedience, right? Because when you pray, you pray the will of God and you pray to obey the will of God so that the things that are activated through the obedience can be unleashed in your life. So, I hope this is profitable for you. I hope that there are things that you got out of it. And I hope that you are challenged, which is one thing that I want us to get out of this video. To be challenged to pray. Love prayer. And if you don't love and enjoy prayer, pray to enjoy and love prayer prayer like we pray to pray apostle Ramelo always said this that we pray to pray pray for consistency pray like I prayed for i prayed for god to help me do that and when i look back i'm like i did that there's a god in heaven that loves the of baloy so i want you to have that experience as well to be like to be like ah me 
Me, I'm able to share the gospel. Like me, I'm able to read the Bible every day. Ah, there's a God in heaven, you know. For you to to have those milestones, to be like, yeah, me, I'm enjoying scripture. Me, I'm understanding scripture. Me, I'm seeking the Lord with all my heart. Me, I'm loving God. You know, that's the testimonies that we must have throughout the year. Why? Because we have written it down as prayer requests that Lord teach me to pray. Teach me the words in prayer. I don't want to just pray aimless, aimlessly like Pharisees anymore. But I want to pray the word. I want to pray through the revelation of the spirit. I want to pray in spirit. You know, nice things like that. <laughs> so, yes, I hope you enjoyed this video, guys. Um, I hope it was beneficial to you. I love you so much. See you on the next video. Bye.